on this episode of the Get Stoked Podcast. Is this the end of the Alabama Crimson Tide dynasty? That is my question of the day. Plus, we have a lot to make up for with the MLB postseason and the NBA season just starting in a few days. You'll find that plus a little bit more on this episode of the Get Stoked Podcast. Here we go. Welcome back to this edition of the Get Stoked Podcast. It is Tuesday, October 18th, and I'm your host, Austin Stokel. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. We had a lot going on this past weekend, especially in college football. Alabama loses to Tennessee. Michigan beat Penn State. Ohio State had a bye week, and Michigan State won in double overtime to Wisconsin. But it is Tuesday. I'm not going to get into it much. My question is, is this the end of the Alabama Crimson Tide dynasty? And what I mean by that is, after they lost to Tennessee 52-49, to there was some speculation about how the team performed, especially how Nick Saban's team performed. And... There is a lot of speculation, especially from me, as Nick Saban is still Nick Saban. And there's a lot of questions about his coaching staff and about their ability to create plays like we've seen in the past. And my question is, is this really the end of Nick Saban's historic era? But I... I have to say no in the immediate term, no. But in the long term, we could see a major shift here in college football because number six, Alabama and Tennessee, well, they basically swapped in the power rankings. And if you go back to the box score or the game cast online or the team stats, rather, that's going to be what I'm looking at. You have... Alabama almost dominating in every category. They should have won this game. They were favored to win. But Tennessee had less penalties. The biggest difference is penalties. 17 for Alabama, 6 for Tennessee. Tennessee had two turnovers. They had more rushing yards, but they had less passing yards and less total yards, only by two. And looking at all these team stacks... This was a very, very even game. And it it came down to the wire. Hendon Hooker for Tennessee was lights out. Bryce Young throwing bombs as well. But that led Tennessee to be more open and to score so much more frequently. And their defense, Alabama's defense, could not stop the run or even the pass. Because Hendon Hooker was throwing dimes 50 yards downfield. And it was incredible. And when I say Alabama also dominating the whole matchup, they had more possession, 37 minutes, 29 seconds, compared to 22 minutes and 31 seconds. They had one turnover, 
and they had three more first downs. They should have won this game, but it was clear in my mind that penalties killed Alabama and that that tells me that this team is not nearly as disciplined as what they used to be. Nick Saban is doing everything he can. He's Nick Saban. He's won championships. He is the man. He is the greatest head coach of all time. And Tennessee is very good this season. They just proved that. But in the past 15 years, they could never be Alabama. And so what's the what's the problem? I know it's one loss. I know I'm overreacting just a little bit. But my follow-up question to is this the end of the Alabama dynasty? And for that first question, I'm going to say no, and I'll get to that in a second. But my follow-up question is what needs to happen at Alabama? What is the problem at Alabama? And you could point to a lot of fingers. You could point to Nick Saban himself, which I believe very few people are doing, if not anyone. I don't believe anyone's doing that. You could point to the coaching, which I think that's where the majority of fingers are pointing. You could point to the players. They're not disciplined enough. They're not caring as much. Well, I mean, you they do care. They played the national championship last year. Bryce Young, the Heisman winner, played in the national championship. He wants to get back. He wants to beat Georgia again. He wants to be a national title champion. So my my fingers would be pointing at the coaches. Whether they're not doing their jobs as Nick Saban would like them to, or they're just not putting down the groundwork as heavily as some past coaches have, where Alabama's just been dominating. And I know it's the one loss, and it's halfway through the season. It's one loss, and this is a little bit of an overreaction. But... I, I think it's safe to say the media is acting the same way. Is this the end of Alabama? Is this time for other teams to rise up and take their place? Is there a void in the power vacuum? Is there so There's so many questions. But I think it's also safe to say that this is very much a rushed judgment and an overreaction in the case for Alabama. They could still make the playoffs. They could still go to the SEC championship and beat Georgia and make the playoff as a two or three seed. Maybe even one if they win out and other things happen. But I just wanted to bring that question forward and ask, you know, is this the end of Alabama? I know it's a little bit of food for, food for thought, but there's a lot at stake for Alabama. I, I don't think there's any threatening uh, teams or events that are going to threaten Nick Saban's historical run, there's no question that he's one of the greatest to ever do it. But I also say that Alabama, has they've struggled this season. They're not the same team that we've seen the past 7, 8, 9, 10 years. They struggled at Texas. They won by 2. They struggled at home against A&M where they won by 4. And they just lost on a in a very very aggressive and loud and threatening environment that Tennessee has. And Tennessee is very good. They've proven that beyond a reasonable doubt. And Tennessee 
earned that number three spot. They earned that. But Alabama's not the same team. They don't lose very often, but when they do, they usually rebound very, very quickly. So I would not be surprised if Alabama came back running hard and they just became a monster of a team. Because I know when Nick Saban loses, he takes it very personally. And when he takes it personally, nobody wants to be his friend. Everyone wants to go and hide. And when Nick Saban does that, Alabama's a much better team. So I would not be surprised that Alabama go into the playoffs after losing to Tennessee. I would not be surprised. And again, Alabama is still very good. So I'm excited and a little nervous to see what Nick Saban does next. Now I'm going to transition over to the realm of Major League Baseball, the ever-declining sport that needs drastic change. And what I mean by that is the fan base is aging. Not as many young players are getting involved or watching or spectating. And the only thing that's really holding on to baseball is the postseason. And you have Philadelphia, you have San Diego, Cleveland, New York, Houston. And there's one more team I'm forgetting. And I cannot remember who that is off the top of my head. But currently, Yankees are up 4-1 to in a tied series in game five in the ALDS to go on to the ALCS where they will face Houston. So there's five teams left. I thought I miscounted, but I did not. So for the NLCS game, when you have Phillies and Padres where San Diego is a negative 120 favorite and they beat the reigning champs, San Diego Padres. I would not be surprised if they smoked the Phillies in three games. I doubt that's going to happen, but we'll see what happens. I think Phillies are a tough team. They can get the job done if necessary. Philadelphia is a hard place to win. Same thing with San Diego, but it is not impossible. So I will say this about the postseason. It is way more fun than the regular season. More fans attend. The games are so much better. There's more at stake. It's And again, it's way more entertaining. It is baseball. Anything can happen. It is a game of probability. It is a game of the unexpected. You could, you could have bases loaded, bottom of the ninth, two outs, two strikes, three balls. It could be a grand slam for the win for the home team. Or it could be a grand slam for the away team, and they just win it and the home team can't finish. A lot can happen in baseball. And one of the great things about baseball is how unpredictable it really is. How amazing is that? The unpredictability of baseball. That's what makes it exciting. That's what the aging fan base loves about it. I think what younger people want is a faster game, more entertainment, more this, more that, like college football, like hockey, like basketball. Baseball is unique in its own way because it's a different game. It's not going back and forth from one goal to the other. It is a diamond where people run around and then they hit balls and run around. It's different. 
and I know that's a very simple way to put it, but baseball is not like any other sport you may think of where the majority of sports, they go back and forth, back and forth where baseball, the only thing that's going back and forth is the ball from home plate to the outfield or somewhere in the infield to home plate or to the pitcher's mound. That's the really back and forth motion where everything else is going in a diamond or a square or a circle, if you will. So that that's one way to look at it. Like football, basketball, hockey, they go back and forth between goals and hoops and end zones. Same thing with tennis, back and forth, back and forth. That's with every sport except track, cross country, and hockey. Or not hockey, excuse me, baseball. And cricket, if we're talking international sports, cricket. But baseball is America's pastime. Baseball is very, very overrated sometimes. The, let me rephrase that. The regular season is overrated, but the postseason is very much underrated, and it should be watched more. And I think that's what people are missing is nobody wants to watch the regular season. They don't want to see their team succeed and make it to the playoffs. They want to see their team already in the playoffs. They want to see them compete at a higher level that is the postseason, make it through the AL or NLDS to the AL or NLCS to the World Series. The World Series is every team's dream. And that's what I love about baseball is it takes so long to get there. But when it's over, it's like, wow, where did, where did it go? That's what I love about baseball. It's entertaining. Yes, it could be slow at times, but that's the fun of it. You watch it unfold in front of your eyes. And I feel like people are just so impatient nowadays. They don't want to see that. They want to see the end result. But that's, I think, another reason why baseball is dying. They don't want to see the end result. They want to watch the last three innings where that's the most intense part of the game, where that decides who wins and who loses, who advances, who goes home. For example, with the Yankees-Guardians game going on right now, 4-1, to one, middle of the 4th in New York. I'd, I would feel that some people would say, you know, I'm probably going to show up in the fifth inning. I know not a lot of people do that, but I feel like some people may say that. And I know I'm making an assumption here, but baseball needs to come back, and the baseball commissioner needs to figure out how to do it. And it's not a simple solution. It's not say, okay, put X with Y or Z with A, and there you go. It's so much more than that, and it's so complicated just to get baseball right. It's an ever-evolving game. Same thing with football, same thing with hockey, same thing with basketball, same thing with ping pong. It's an ever-evolving game. There's always going to be different rules, new rules, old rules, gone. But baseball is here to stay, and I highly suggest you watch it, regardless if your team's not playing. But baseball is a game that everyone should at least go and see a game for. It doesn't matter if it's Major League to Pee Wee or to Little League. It doesn't matter. Go watch it. I, I know I'm advocating for baseball a lot and telling you why you should, but why shouldn't you? Well, I said a few reasons already. It's a long game. 
it's not entertaining until the really the very end of the game. The food's great, but you can also do other things like watch football, watch hockey, baseball, basketball. I know I put baseball in there, but baseball deserves our attention. Go try it. We'll see what happens. I know that was a little bit of a rant on baseball, but how we got here, well, well, let's take a look. We have Houston beating the Mariners. We have the Guardians making their way downtown, walking fast. And they had a very long season as well. Of course, they won, they won their division fair and square where they beat the Rays and now they're playing the Yankees were the Yankees they just got here they are the they're the New York Yankees but of course this is postseason baseball some of these teams weren't even supposed to be here what I think happened is that the Yankees had the bye and then they played the Guardians I believe that is what happened whereas Houston also had the bye and they played the Mariners beat the Mariners all that. Same thing with the Dodgers. I, I can't really go through the whole branches for you, but baseball's fascinating. And I I enjoy watching it. And I hope more than just myself do. And then but really my main point was talking about the postseason. I really kind of went off on a tangent, so my apologies. But the postseason is fantastic. I'm doing it again. Cleveland versus Yankees, game five happening now. And then later, Philadelphia and San Diego, eight o'clock tonight for the first game of the NLCS. And then hopefully we may see a New York Houston ALCS. And those two decide who goes to the World Series. And again, the postseason is unpredictable. Before I go, I just wanted to talk about the NBA season real quick, where this season is starting relatively soon. I believe it's starting either tonight or tomorrow, and it is starting tonight, actually. The first game is 76ers at the Celtics, and then Lakers at the Warriors, where Boston's a three-point favorite, and the Warriors are a seven-point favorite. So I will talk more of basketball as we get through the season, but opening night for some teams is tonight, while others are tomorrow and then Thursday and then Friday, of course. And then NBA season is in full swing. We have college football, we have hockey, and we have basketball. And plus, this is really the only time where all four major U.S. sports are playing. Baseball, football, basketball, and hockey. How cool is that? That that. I never really thought of it that way, but that is fascinating in my mind. And I'm excited. That is that is cool. That's mind-blowing. That is truly mind-blowing. Wow, I can I just can't wrap my head around it. That is cool. And then tomorrow Wednesday we have the Pistons hosting the Magic, Pacers at hosting the Wizards, Rockets host visiting the Hawks, so on and so forth. If I were to make a prediction right now about the NBA, about who will be in the NBA Finals, I will have to bet that it it will be Memphis versus Philadelphia. 
That is my prediction. Let's see if it happens. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Get Stuck Podcast. Be sure to come back Friday for my takes and predictions on this upcoming slate of games, such as Lions going down to Dallas. Michigan has a bye week, so we don't really have to worry about Michigan. Tennessee plays someone. I'll dive into it on Friday, but you get the point. Friday is my takes and predictions, and I may have a hot take in there as well. So have a great week. We will see you Friday.